From the Mason and Ireland Mafia, Luis Lopez tweets, new drinking game, take a shot every time Mace mentions he's playing poker with John Hamm. <laughs> I just don't remember the other celebrities. There are other famous people there. Listen to me. I'm a big if John Hamm fan. Everyone is a big John Hamm fan. He's like John Hamm. Yeah. That's Come what I'm on, saying. what are we talking? If you were playing poker with John Hamm, you would mention it every other time. I to- am playing poker with John I Hamm. Mean, if That's the, why it's a drinking game. Who's from the community? Uh, Carlos. Yeah, Carlos. If you were playing with John Hamm, you'd be telling everyone yeah, too. Yeah. I would too. Yeah, uh, John Hamm. That's what I appreciate about you, Momo. Come on, you always have his back, no matter what. That's he my says. guy. M- Mason, you connected. Uh, connected. Always. We no. have what do they call? Uh, Can we connect- say something bad connectivity? about him? Connectivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we. I mean, look, I'll rip you, you here back. and there. Yeah, here and there, a little bit, little little, little jab. Yeah. yeah, but Bergman's here to rip me. That's oh yeah, his I mean, I, I'm. Well, I just you, you little... rip me plenty. Like let's. Be I don't. Th- I don't rip people. I used to. I used to rip Bergman. Now I gently tease. Yeah. <laughs> gentle. Oh, tease. Okay. okay. I used to rip you more. Yeah. I don't know why. I've softened. I guess. You've, you've yeah, won me over. Bit. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Two o'clock call of the day. Let's do this thing. Uh, let's start with Freddie in Woodland Hills. Hey, Freddie, you're on seven ten. Good afternoon. Hey, Steve. What's going on? Great to hear your voice again. I was just wondering why we let Lonnie Walker go. I know he wanted a bigger role and some more money, but I think he proved that in the playoffs that he deserved that. The guy was absolutely clutch. We needed him the most when D'Lo just kind of shrank. And maybe I'm a little biased because I don't like D'Lo from his first uh, center out of the lake. Yeah. I was just kind of, yeah, I just kind of wish we would have kept him, especially now with the way the season started. Okay. Um, Lonnie Walker had a great game in the playoffs. Like a game that you would call the Lonnie Walker game. Aside from that, I did not think he was especially impactful. Yeah, he had a couple good games. Yeah, he had he had a great game in the playoffs. Yeah, in the playoffs, it was good. Yeah, I mean, he was he was um, you know he had he had his moments. Yeah, but in terms, of, he wasn't in the rotation for a lot of the year. No, no, a lot of the year. Yeah, yeah. even in the playoffs, yeah. and then all of a sudden he was in the rotation, yeah. had that big game. Let's go to Billy and Burbank uh, for the two hundred four call of the day. Hey, Billy, you're on seven ten. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, uh, Mace. Uh, hi, Momo. Uh, it's great to hear your voice, too. Thank but, you. Uh, Mace, I have a gripe with you. Uh, you were making fun of uh, my man, Flava Flav, from, uh, from last Monday when he was singing the national anthem. Yes. I've been a singer for about 20 years, went to school for music education, and he hit those notes 98%. Really? You think he hit he the was, notes 98%? Really oh, yes. Oh, yes, he, he was. He was great. Wow. We just didn't. rapper. Yeah. I just didn't hear the same thing you did. Uh, Bergman, did you think that was a good national anthem? I didn't think he was as bad as you made him out to be. He just elongated everything. Yeah, he did. Here's the one thing. You're a music teacher, right, Billy? Or you're a music education Uh, guy? Yes. Okay. So the national anthem is a march. It's bum, bum, bum. Bump, bump. He stretched it out over a long period of time. That's what that's what I don't like. I think the national anthem's supposed to be. I know you just go right for it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's supposed dive to be in a, and a minute and forty five seconds. I hear people do that in three and a half yeah. minutes because they're torturing those notes. I thought he was doing a little bit of that. He's like my time to shine. Uh, yeah, but you know Marvin Gaye. You know, like Marvin Gaye's Marvin Gaye. Yeah, I don't know if we, Billy, don't compare Flavor Flav to Marvin Gaye. <laughs> oh, no, I, I know Marvin Gaye. <laughs> no, in, in terms of his style, in terms of his style, uh, and you know, just what he was feeling. Okay. And, you know, he just Billy, th- thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. So Flavor Flav, big Flavor Flav fan. 
<laughs> Do we have that an anthem somewhere? I'm sure it's in here. Can you find it, Brian? I d Momo, have you heard it? Oh, say does that star space? Oh, man. I'm already bored. He hits the notes. Yeah. He just elongates them. Hang on. He hits it big All here. the land of the free. Okay. Good note. Yeah. Squeak at the end. And the home Now torture this. Okay, now stretch this out as much as possible. Hang on. Let me, I'm not done yet. Oh, oh wait a minute. One more time. He still hits the notes. I mean, it's, the it's, notes are there. Yeah. yeah, he's all around him. Yeah, he's all around <laughs> he the notes. And there is some like pain in his voice. <laughs> it does sound like he's in pain. <laughs> but uh, Billy's got a different view, and that's what makes the world go round. Hang on, Lewis in Oregon is on the phone. <laughs> hey, Lewis, you are the. Hang on a second, Lewis, you are the uh, two oh seven call of the day. Good afternoon. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? So do you guys have Andrew Freeman on the other line? Because he's going to want to hear this, how we can get... He is a regular, regular Hold listener. Yeah, so you're talking him. to him. Hold on, I'll three-way right all now. Right, so, so, so hear me out. You, we all know that Otani wants a 10-year contract, and those 10-year contracts, the last three years of those contracts are always dead money. And he, he wants five... I think you said it was like 525. Yep. I don't know if this is uh, possible, but why not the Dodgers pay him out for the first seven years that we, he's actually going to contribute to the team, pay him a buttload of money, and those last three years of the contract is going to be $10 million a year. He's still going to get his money, but the last three years he's going to, hey, do us a favor. We gave you your 525 first seven years. We're going to give you a lot of money. The last three years of your contract, you're going to be 37, 38, 39. Yep. Why don't you do us a favor, make it a – uh, farewell tour, and we're still gonna, we're still going to get your money there. So you're basically saying front load the contract, make the annual average yeah. value really high at the beginning, and drop it towards the end, so you've got more flexibility uh, when Otani is in his later years. Exactly. Now, Lewis, I like that. That's good. I think that's probably the kind of deal that Andrew Friedman is going to be looking at. He does love. He does love making offers that include a big annual average value, a big single year salary. Like yeah, it's like a bell curve. It's like a bell curve offer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, because it's one of my favorite subjects, let's do a two oh eight call of the day. Oh boy, here Harold we go. is on the line. Harold, good, good afternoon. What's happening? I just wanted to say, uh, Steve Mason, are you not king of the bits? I just want to make sure. Was it not you and Ireland about twenty three years ago? doing the Wacom Smishi ice cream up bit, calling individuals from Japan to make sure their Japanese uh, uh, baseball players were legit, like the sun sheen that we saw at Dodger Stadium. Was that night, you guys? I just wanted to make sure. I don't recall anything that you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think you may have this mixed up with somebody else, I think, Harold. I think one of the very first weeks that I heard you guys, it was awesome. And I want to say, uh, ever since then, for the past 20 plus years, you guys deserve a walk on the Hollywood fame of all that thing. But you're very much worth it. But I did want to say something about USC and the defense. Yeah. That, uh, 
uh, uh, shouldn't that song that uh, Jim McCoy, shouldn't that be sung for the Grinch guy that we just fired from USC fight on? Isn't that the, the thing that... Ah, uh, we lost him there. Wasn't sure. Would you, uh, do you want to interpret that call, Bergman? Uh, Momo, what you got? Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> I, think I don't he... remember the initial bit that he talked about. It was about. something Call about USC Japan. defense and... And then yeah. USC defense. Yeah, and Grinch. But, and... but hey, thanks. He saw, thought we should have a you know what? In the Hollywood what Walk I took. Of fame. That's yeah, that's what I heard. heard. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. It was a bit that you don't remember, but you'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it if it gets us to the Hollywood <laughs> Walk of Fame. So, have you heard that the Lakers may be interested in finding a way to possibly reacquire Alex Caruso? I have not heard that. Did somebody write that. Somebody wrote that. That would make sense for them. It would make sense. It would make sense, especially after a game like last night. Where, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, Caruso would have gotten some of those 50-50 balls, set the tone yeah. for that team. Yeah. Because they were – they they just didn't want to be there last night. I, I thought that was – well, I understand no shorthanded, but a very embarrassing yeah. performance. I, it's, a, it's the right word. Yeah. To get blown off the court like that. Yeah, and and I don't think Houston's a joke. Like I, no. they've got they've, they've got won, some nice I think young they've players. Won four in a row. Four in a row. They're on a four game yeah. winning streak. But the the one thing I'll say, and you brought this up the other day, when the Lakers were 29th in three point shooting, they are now last, last. in three point shooting in the league. And there's an amazing stat about this. Um, they have had fewer three pointers, and have shot for a worse percentage from three. In each of their first eight games. Oh, so they're just getting worse. They're getting worse as they go along. Interesting. And every game, the other team has made more threes, and every game, the other team has shot for a higher three-point percentage wow. than the Lakers. It's, I mean, if when you think about it in that context, it's surprising that they're three and five. It is. You're right. That's true. They haven't played that well. Well, so what that lets me makes me think is that the book is out. Right. So the scouting report is... They're not very good at threes. Yep. If you challenge them, they're they're sort of forcing them, and they won't make them. But they'll keep taking them, or you'll they're not creating any space. So I I'd have to ask a scout of like why they're so bad at threes. Are they just missing open ones? My well, eye test tells me they're missing open who, ones. Who look at the end of the Miami game. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, they had four open threes, four wide open. wide open threes, completely clean looks, nobody close, and they couldn't sink the I shots. Mean, I I'm gonna come back to this Dennis Schroeder thing. Okay. Dennis Schroeder was Mr. Ice Water in My Veins guy, right? Like, he did the D-Lo. He, he took the D-Lo celebration and made it like a team celebration. D-Lo, like, Dennis Schroeder hit those open threes. Dennis Schroeder was a great catch-and-shoot guy last year. Like, right. a lot of the big ones that he, when LeBron had the ball and he would set he would set somebody up for an open three, like the one they got for Cam Reddish the right. other day, it was D-Lo, uh, the, Dan, uh, Dennis Schroeder made those. Yeah. Like, D-Lo can make them. He has made them at a okay clip this year what was he 29 of 18 last night but yeah. a lot of that came during garbage garbage time. time yeah i mean i just the way they're playing is is heavily reliant on lebron and heavily heavily reliant on guys to make open looks that lebron creates for them right that's it it's just lebron can score and then lebron draws three defenders and you better hit the shots when he sends it to you, and they're just not making them. What do we think of a site called Heavy.com? Who's the reporter? I, I don't know what Heavy. Is it Sean? Um, 
Devaney. Devaney. Yeah. Um, it doesn't say anybody. It doesn't say a byline here. I'll, I'll just read what, what they wrote. They talked to an Eastern Conference executive. Yeah. Well, just listen to them. Okay. Accept the premise. Okay. I know you're... Well, that sounds thin to More me. plugged in than... No, I'm just saying it sounds thin. But t- tell me okay. tell me the what you think of Go the ahead. content. The rumor around the Lakers was they regretted letting Alex Caruso go immediately after it happened. They knew that was a mistake. He's not the same player now, but the Lakers are worried they don't have enough of an edge. He could be someone that helps fix that. They wouldn't give up a first-round pick, but they could give up Jalen hood Shafino and another contract if they wait until December 15th. Or Max Christie, he has some value. They're not giving up a pick, but they have young guys they can put up there. Now, do they have... I mean, is Chicago interested in getting off of Alex Caruso? Well, Chicago is a team that you should watch because they're a very expensive team that doesn't win enough. Like they right. bear, they 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 lost in the play in last year. They got all these guys making a lot of money. DeRozan's due for an extension. Zach Levine makes a lot, um, and so they really sh- like. I think Windhorse said this on his podcast the other day. They're in the middle of a rebound of a rebuild, but they don't know it yet. Oh, okay. Like they should be rebuilding, but they but they aren't. Right. Because they're not good enough to win with the team they have, and it's too expensive. So they doubled down. They gave Vucevic another contract this summer. They have DeRozan, who's eligible for a big contract. Yeah, they have Zach yeah. Levine. So, like, they should, if they if they don't win enough at the beginning right. of this year, they should start trading those so guys. So do you think, well, first of all, as a Laker fan, I would love to see Alex Caruso back. He's one of my favorite players of the last decade that the Lakers have had. Really, really entertaining fight gritty, all that stuff, attitude, hard-nosed, all those good things you can say about Alex Caruso. Um, but he would make a lot of sense for him. He would. Yeah. he'd make, And if I don't know if you could get him for Max Christie and Jalen hood Shafino, but if that was the deal with no draft capital, I, I would say that. you no. wouldn't do that? Those are first-round picks. Those are guys. Those are guys who've they Versus, were taken in the first round, who've played well in their limited minutes. I think they would both pop if they were given extended minutes. Well, wait a minute. Alex Caruso would immediately I toughen do, this team. I up. might do one. I wouldn't do both. Okay. You know, I mean, to me, those are those are good players. No, I just yeah. just not proven. Yeah. I keep hearing about Max Christie, and then I, I know and he never plays. I never play him. Uh, all right. Uh, tell you what. Coming up next, we are. Uh, Momo, the sexiest man alive has been chosen. There's a new one every year. And there was a finalist, one of five finalists who came from the world of sports. Okay. I want to tell you who that is. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You know all that stuff that I teased right before we went to commercials there, Momo? What's that? I'll do it later. Because right now we got Matthew Berry, the talented Mr. Roto on the line. If you've got a this or that question about your fantasy team, tweet at Venice Mace, M-A-S-E, and I'll start bouncing some of those off Matthew Berry as we go along here. Matthew Berry, welcome. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm I'm currently stuck in traffic, which I'm sure a lot of the listeners are as well, so I'm right there with you. What city are we talking? Yeah, where are you? What traffic city? Uh, I'm in I'm in New York City actually. Oh. I have an uh, I have an event in the city tonight that I oh it's five twenty one there, afternoon yeah. drive. Ugh. So I lived in New York yeah, City for a brutal. few years. I never drove. I always thought driving in New York City seemed like the most intimidating thing in the world. Do you get nervous driving in New York City? I don't, but I think it's because I'm one of those drivers that you would get nervous about. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You're I you drive need to look out for. I have driven there, and That's I feel exactly. like I have to like. Get my game face on. Like, let's go. Yeah. We're going to do this. <laughs> you yeah. be, like, really you brave. To, you, do have, you do have to focus a bit. But, um, yeah, the, uh, you know, there's an old Jimmy Buffett song that's, uh, you know, one of the lyrics is like, you know, we are the people our parents warned us about. Oh. So I'm sort of like that. I am the oh, driver wow. your parents warned you about. <laughs> yeah. So, as we look at this fantasy football weekend, um, you know, the one player that has really jumped out at me, and I'm curious from a fantasy perspective what he's – C.J. Stroud has been fantastic sure. at Houston. Where do you have it? Like, I've got a question right here from Tortuga. C.J. Stroud or Lamar Jackson? Now, that's a the quality problem Tortuga to have. The just the, the – That's the Tortuga. Because that's like in the British Virgin Islands. Yeah, well, this is somebody who goes by that handle. Got it. Okay. So, C.J. Stroud or Lamar Jackson? <laughs> now, I think the answer is going to be Lamar Jackson, but C.J. Stroud is really good, right? He really is. I mean, I'll tell you, C.J. Stroud, I have him at QB6 this week. I mean, look, Houston's playing Cincinnati. Last four weeks, the Bengals are a bottom-two pass defense. They struggle. I mean, we saw Josh Allen. Josh Allen, like, the Bills have a trouble with their secondary, but the Bills move the ball very easily against Cincinnati. Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson has been really brilliant from an NFL perspective, but fantasy-wise, he's been bad the last couple of weeks. They play Cleveland. That should be a low-scoring game. The Browns have one of the best defenses in the NFL. As crazy as it sounds, I don't think you're wrong because I have them basically at 5-6. But I wouldn't mind starting C.J. Stroud. I do think, just as an overall question about Stroud, it's legit. Because he's playing, not only is he playing at a high level, but it's an offense that can't run the ball and they struggle on defense. So everything sort of works towards them throwing a lot and Stroud's playing at such a high level. The emergence of Nico Collins and Tank Dell and Noah Brown and Dalton Schultz, like they, they have a lot of weapons all of a sudden in Houston. So uh, it's an aggressive play caller there as well. This is an interesting question from Juan Diaz. Will Levis or Sam Howell? Yeah, it's Sam Howell. I do get the question. Levis is the new starter in Tennessee. They've announced he will be the guy for the rest of the year. Big arm. By the way, a fantasy player himself will love us. So rooting for the kid. Oh, nice. Really like him uh, a lot. Yeah, I've, you know, I interviewed him. I interview every year. I go to the NFLPA rookie premiere and I interview like forty-five rookies. And you know, before the interview, I always introduce myself. You know, I am Matthew Barry. Hey, this is going to be about fantasy football. Blah blah blah. You know, and the guys are usually like, yeah, yeah, okay, got it. And it's like I was going to introduce myself. Will Levis was like, 
dude, I, I know who you are, three-time champ over here. And I'm like, oh, so, yeah, Levis actually plays fantasy football. I wonder if he has himself on his team. But the answer to the question here, so he's an easy kid to root for, but uh, how was the answer? Did you know that since week four, how was the top five fantasy quarterback? Wow. Like, they're, they wow. just throw so much. Their defense is bad. It's been bad for a while. Trading Montez Sweat and Chase Young only made it worse. They're on the road at Seattle where they're almost a touchdown underdog. That's the thing. They get down in these games and they have to keep throwing. And so I have Howell as a top 10 play this week. Again, just the volume gets them there. Uh, Let me rapid fire some of these at you, Matthew. Um, At tight end, Taysom Hill or George Kittle? Crazy that this conversation. I'm going to go with Kittle, though I get it with uh, Taysom Hill, who is a Bible streamer. Uh, how about Latavius Murray or Jamison Williams, full PPR flex? Oh, I'm going to go with Murray. He's got the better chance of falling into the end zone. They, we just haven't seen Jamison Williams used a lot in Detroit. Uh, Deontay Johnson or Amari Cooper? Deontay Johnson. Amari's playing Ravens. The Baltimore's the best defense in the NFL, it feels like, them in Cleveland. Another so, Will yeah. Levis question. Kyler Murray or Will Levis? Kyler Murray apparently playing on Sunday. Yeah, he's he's coming back. I, I know that we haven't seen him in a year, but I prefer Kyler Murray because there is some rushing upside to Will Levis. I would go with Murray. Another one, Kyler Murray or Trevor Lawrence? That one's Trevor Lawrence. Again, we haven't seen Kyler Murray for 331 days. Yeah. Now I like him better than I like him better than uh, than uh, Will Levis on the road at Tampa Bay. I do get the question. Tampa Bay is a bad pass defense, but. I'm going. I have Kyler slightly higher than Levis, but I have Lawrence as a top ten play. The Niners' defense is not the Niners' defense of old. They've been bad recently. So uh, Matthew, we've been talking a lot. Actually, Momo's here. I don't know if you knew that. Momo, yeah, uh, yeah. Shelburne. I did. So we've been talking a lot about this thing that I'm going to write for you. And Momo, yeah. Momo is skeptical about my ability, I'm not my writing ability. I'm not. I was. Your samples did not give me a whole lot of uh, insight. Right. Into your abilities. Yes. But I know you as a person, and I think you have some depth. So I think that there's going to be a good a good story coming. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think this is a no-lose situation for me, Ramona. Right. Because one of two things happens. Either Mason knocks it out of the park, and it's great, and it's awesome, and I have an awesome open, right? Yep. Or it's terrible, and then I can just make fun of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's really... For the next year. Yeah, no lose um, for you. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I will say, I mean, because Ramona is such a brilliant writer. She is. I will say if Ramona said, I want to do it, you know, I, you'd be bumped, just to be clear. Oh, I totally, <laughs> yeah, totally <laughs> I would be bumped. I get it. You know, you get that. Yeah. I've been helping you him workshop that. some ideas. Yeah, we've been workshopping ideas. Okay. So yeah, working, I think he's got a good one. We're working on something. Uh, so, Matthew, uh, before we let you go, Matt, uh, you, know what, Bert, you know what would be great, Steve? You know what would be great? What? Because I can't imagine the fan would let Ramona write write an article for me But what would, uh, for uh, for NBC Sports. Yeah. Course. But what would be great is if, you know, because Ramona, in addition to, you know, she's so brilliant with her features, but, you know, she she breaks stories, you know. She's, she's known, but, like, be really, what if, what if, like, she has, like, one of her crappy stories that she doesn't want to deal with? You know what I mean? Okay. Like, maybe she gives you a story that you could break in a fantasy oh. football column. You know, just one of her, one of her, you know, the back burner. She hadn't gotten around to it. It's not, it's not you know, one. Let me think on that one. Bring down an em- yeah. bring down But it would have to be like football related. And the whole thing. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, break a story. That's another good approach. Yeah. Uh, Bergman, yeah, you, had some, you had something for Matthew. Sorry, Matthew, I got one for you. It's uh, Donta yeah. Foreman or Kareem Hunt. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Kareem Hunt, and it's always dangerous. Yeah, I get it because they're about ready to play the game. I just don't know what's gonna go on with the the, uh, the Chicago backfield. I think Foreman stays in the lead tonight, but this feels like an ugly, low-scoring game tonight against Carolina Thursday night. I tend not to like running backs on Thursday night if I can help it, just because there's a short turnaround from Sunday. Yeah, and I feel anecdotally maybe they get a little less work. And just it's just not a good offense. Tyson Bagent, or as I like to call him, T-Bag, is going to start tonight. So who knows? Uh, you know, he spells his last name Bagent, B-A-G-E-N. It's, uh, it's a hell of a reference. T-Bag. Yeah. yeah. T-Bag. T-Bag. <laughs> See that to his face. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah. Matt, what the hell is going on with Mahomes? What the hell is going on with Mahomes this year? I mean, he's uh, kind of a T-Bag weird, himself right? this year, you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, Patrick Mahomes has not played um, oh. has not played up to expectations. It's been tough. It's been uh, really tough. The whole offense. It's weird. You know, no one's really paying that much attention because the Chiefs' defense has been so good and they've been winning. But you're absolutely right, Momo. It just from a fantasy perspective, he hasn't been. It's been inconsistent. I think part of the problem is is that uh, he is uh, he just hasn't had the same consistency from his receivers. The best receiver outside of Kelsey is Rasheed Rice, the rookie, and he's still kind of, you know, getting his legs. I really like Rasheed Rice long term, but he's, you know, he's a rookie, so yeah. he's finding his moments. And, and, you know, it's so stupid because I, I think it's all coincidence, but the truth is is that when Taylor Swift is there, Kelsey's played well. When Taylor Swift hasn't been there, he hasn't put up big numbers. She wasn't in Germany. Um, and uh, She's in Buenos Aires right thing. now. She's not going to be at the game. This is a thing. Yeah. He plays better when she's there. Yep. He is. Now, they're on a bye this week, so here's hoping they they use the bye this week to sort of fix it out. But you're you're absolutely right. It has has certainly been a disappointing season for uh, offensively, statistically, for the Chiefs. Is she moving, like, betting lines? Like, is she moving fantasy projections? She, She... Travis actually addressed this at a press conference where they asked him. No, I swear to God, they said they said to Travis, they said, "Hey, is she?" Because he did an interview, he did a press conference when he was in Germany for the Germany game, and they literally asked him, "Is Taylor Swift coming to the game?" Uh-huh. And he just said, "I know when she shows up." You know the projections on my yards and catches. Which he, he's, he's talking oh, about wow. the prop lines. The prop he's like, lines. I know that the lines move around. Amazing. Me that there's you know, so I'm not going to say anything. I, weirdly, she does move the line a little bit, not a significant <laughs> amount, but yeah. just enough. That's crazy. Like, oh, just, that's just crazy. Enough. All right, so last but thing for you, Matthew. Uh, she's, the, she's the most powerful person in the country, I think, right now. At the like, moment, I think. I, it's uh, unbelievable. Yeah. It she's is her world, and we just live in it. She's a one-woman economy is what she is. Yeah, she really is. So, Matthew, uh, NBCSports.com, uh, the love-hate column. You've got I Get Your Fantasy Life newsletter first thing every morning. You've got uh, the Fantasy Football Happy Hour. What, what do you want to highlight here? Yeah, so uh, you can get that newsletter at fantasylife.com. Chalk, it's a 100% free site, lots of great tools. And the other thing I'll mention is you mentioned Happy Hour, which is my podcast and, and the show that we do on Peacock. But I'll mention on Sunday mornings, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, uh, we do fantasy football pregame. 
uh, and it's on Peacock and the NFL on NBC YouTube channel. If you didn't get, qu- get your question answered here, we answer more questions than any other pregame show. So t- tweet us using the hashtag FF pregame or just get into the YouTube and the chat, and you'll get your question answered on air. So uh, it's really a fun show. We uh, we sit in a bar and we drink and we do shots and nice. talk football. It's uh uh, it's it's very different than my old gig. It's a good gig. It's a good gig, man. Yeah. Hey, Matthew, thank you. Have a great weekend. Have a great football weekend. And I, I'm working on this story, okay? Well, are you delivering it next week? We didn't decide what what a, date. Are you going to do it for next week? A week from Wednesday. Okay. I need a okay. week. A so week from Wednesday. A week from this upcoming Wednesday. Correct. Okay, got it. Yeah. So it All gives right. me a little You know, he's done 58 straight days, Matt. 58 oh, wow. straight 58 days. straight shows, yeah. This is a PR for Steve yeah, Mason. It's a so personal he's, record. He's about to go soak in some hot tubs yeah. this weekend. Well, I, I hope that makes it its way into the column. Yes, there That'll you go. Exciting. Hey, Matthew, thank All you, right. man. See you guys. All right, there's Matthew. Very talented, Mr. Roto. And, yeah, they're right in that column. Taylor Swift moves betting lines. That's what I took from that call. It's unbelievable. Yeah, she does. Shake it up. Shake it up. Yeah, yeah. We don't do a lot of... Uh, I know. It's a no T-Swift zone. We don't do zone, a lot of Taylor Swift on the show. And People we got very sick of it, and then we stopped doing I it. I think that rule is still in effect. Has, has enough time passed? Nope. Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. All right, coming up next for you, there are five finalists for People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. One of them is an NFL star but not anybody you're thinking of. That's coming up next. Mason in Ireland, Momo in for John, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, God. This is one of my favorites. Good for you. All right. Uh, tomorrow is the day for the inaugural ESPNLA Veterans Day Golf Tournament at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. It's presented by Subaru. Love. It's what makes Subaru a Subaru. Come on out, party it's a with hard Cappy. Thing to say over and over. It is. Come Subaru. out, party with Cappy. Producer Lindsay, corporate Greg, Chris Morales, as they broadcast live from the 18th hole balcony from one to five thirty tomorrow. Food, drinks, giveaways, more. Tomorrow, starting at one at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. It's three thirty, isn't it? It's not five thirty. Are you there till five thirty? Yeah, we're there till five thirty. Oh wow, cool. It's a long yeah, day. It's a long day, long right. show. Um, How many days in a row have you worked? Um, one hundred and six. I took a week <laughs> off in August. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. But then the my last break before that was the year before in March, April. Okay, Oof. good. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> still, I never thought I would good. somehow get grief over this. Uh, <laughs> I know this. No, I'm proud of you. I'm proud uh, of you, Brian. What's up, fool? Forgot what's up, fool. Oh. It- it's too early. It's yeah. too early. This is our last. Se- we have to still have to finish this oh, segment. Oh, there's another segment. Then, I see. Yeah. There, because we're at this time, so right. we're running super late. So then, we're, what's up, fools? Yeah, you went along right. with Matthew Barry, which is totally you know, fine. No, I started asking really about Taylor Swift and how she's yeah, doing the betting line. I know. I know. You Taylor were like, "Rap, Ramona." Yeah. All right. So the uh, sexiest man alive has been chosen. It's People Magazine does this every year, and this year there were five finalists. Okay. 
This is a way of just getting more people in there. Correct. Yeah. The nominees were Pedro Pascal. Oh, yeah, okay. He had a good year. From, uh, the Outbreak the, movie thing. The, the great movie, the great show. That the one that was too scary for me. The Last of Us. Yeah, he's what been a, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Too scary for me. The Mandalorian. Oh, it's, it's not even scary. It is. It was not scary. I thought fungi. Killer fungi. Ah. Okay. Monster uh, zombies. Ah. Timothy Chalamet. Oh, yeah. Why do people Super. like him? I I I think the he's I think skinny the, small yeah I think the the I could give you an answer but it's not suitable for air okay so, so it's the same so, reason people like um, no no so the there ex, is, and the there ex is an SNL appeal. guy that dated Kim Kardashian no, no totally no, different no, no, totally different totally, totally different, different. Yeah. no Tim Timothy Chalamet who's going to be in Wonka they're making a sequel to oh Willy that's Wonka. so perfect for yeah. him as Jim, Gene Wilder perfect uh, yeah. Usher who I think no. is doing the halftime show at the Super Bowl this year really yeah Jamie Fox. That's an interesting choice. Lenny Kravitz. Oh, yeah. Okay, but that could be any year. Uh, Has he done something new? uh, Travis, not Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey. Okay. So Jason Kelsey of the Eagles, uh, here's what he said about being named a finalist for Sexiest Man Alive. Like, are you actually one of the sexiest men alive, in your opinion? Because People Magazine not. says you are, are you? I'm not even the sexiest man in my family, let alone <laughs> sexiest man alive. I mean, what are we talking about here? So, uh, Momo, you're an expert. Jason Kelsey. No. No. Okay. I mean, I, you know, it's got. I guess he's got the, like, bear look or something. He's <laughs> like lumberjack or something. The lumberjack look, yeah. And I, then the winner of Sexiest Man Alive this year is Patrick Dempsey, who I have not seen since Grey's Anatomy. Uh, the, like half the people on the list I haven't seen in a while. What's Lenny Kravitz done lately? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Usher, when's the last? Well, Usher's doing the halftime show. I know, but Super has Bowl. he done something recently that was relevant? I mean, like a, did I miss an album or something? Could have happened. Would you have bought an Usher album? No, I don't buy albums okay, anymore. So I just you, listen to Apple music. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. Where's Patrick Dempsey actually been? I don't know. He doesn't, I think he's done a couple things, but Grey's Anatomy was the last thing I know of. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Why? But what? What is it about him? Is he? What is he doing that is special? I know. What? Sexy, I would have gone with Pedro. What sexy things are is 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 he doing? I don't. I don't even know. A lot he, of these. He people... was in Disenchanted. Enchanted was funny. It was a Disney show. The Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was, it was funny. Yeah, I liked, I liked that movie. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got hmm. too. Oh, oh, you know what? He's he's in the new Thanksgiving horror movie. Oh um, yeah, it's coming out in a couple weeks. See, that's what it is. But, but it's always some kind of. It's tie-in. always a promo tie-in. Yeah. He's the sexiest man alive because he's got a movie coming out for Thanksgiving. So of course they're gonna stick him on the cover at every check stand in the country. That's ridiculous. And there's he's also in a movie called Ferrari as Piero Tarufi. Oh well, that's actually gonna be a big movie. I didn't yeah, realize that. Yeah, it's a big that. movie. That's a know. big movie. He's in Disenchanted. He's in something called Devil's TV series. Well, Congratulations on being sexy. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of why they have careers. I want to know about the Timothy Chalamet thing. What, what is it that it is? Is there a way you can couch it? I've been saying couch a lot. I don't know why. Yeah. How do I? <laughs> Mace knows a, what I want to say. He's just a skinny little dude. No, I mean, there's. Do you know okay. what it is that she's talking about? No, I no, don't. you don't. Okay. I don't. There's, there's. It's not the BDE. No, no. I don't. Think no, so. no, 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 no. I mean, there's. There's a there okay. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. Uh, how do I say this on the air? There, there's something about there's a Leonardo DiCaprio thing about the skinny guy with the pretty face and everything. But it was the movie he was in that was the the movie where he fell in love with a guy. Call and, me by your name. Yeah, so that hot. was the one. So hot. All right, that's. It's just there you go. I it was it was just something about 
that movie that I think everything else he's in now. Okay. It, you just anyway. Well, okay. women, I love don't, him. Yeah. women love. Women love. He is, and he's dating like Kendall Jenner, which is so random. Oh, is he really? Yeah. yeah. That's why he's on the list. All right. Now he's in a lot of things. Too. Now is the time for what's up. What's up, fool? Yeah, I don't have anything, but maybe Brian does. Okay, maybe Brian's got stuff. We got that coming up. Um, <laughs> you've got nothing, Bergman. I mean, I could find something. Okay, quick. find oh, something. Oh boy, is it going to be like when you read that one yesterday? I heard you and Sedano. Well, I just, you know, sometimes uh, I can't you totally right. mangled that one. It was yeah. like. I have so this, some but we've all been there. Oh, we've I do all it every read. Stuff. It's I not have, that bad. Every read, I do sometimes. that. Yeah. All right. So what's up, fools? Coming up next, Mason in Ireland, seven ten ESPN. Thanks, Morales. All right, so Shohei Otani is doing something pretty cool. Okay. He is going to donate 60,000 baseball gloves to 20,000 Japanese elementary schools. And he says, I'm happy to announce that I'll be donating approximately 60,000 youth baseball gloves to every elementary school in Japan. That comes out to around 20,000 elementary schools. I'm hoping the kids can spend their days happily with a lot of energy through baseball, which is very cool. Yeah. However, the math doesn't really add up. Uh In what way? So 60,000 gloves yep. to 20,000 schools. That's three gloves per uh, school. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I, is he trying to say something else and it just got mistranslated? Is that? No. I, I mean, 60,000 gloves is a lot. That's a lot. That's a and huge. It, and it's not 60,000 gloves to 20,000 schools. Right. Because that would be too many gloves. Correct. Um, I like the sentiment. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand the details because they will be short on gloves <laughs> if they go to that many schools. You get a glove, I mean, you get a glove, you get a glove, and, and that's and it. Three kids get gloves, and everybody time. else that's plays it. barehanded. Right. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I think <laughs> maybe a little more thought. Yeah. Or maybe there's something lost in translate. I'm not sure. It could be, but that's just three gloves per school. But I do like the sentiment. I do like the sentiment about getting kids to, into baseball and all that. I think that's great. Yes. But, I don't know, but the numbers. Nope, numbers don't work. Numbers don't work. Yeah. Math, math, tricky, tricky math. What's up, fool? All right, guys, CJ Stroud, after practice this week, was on the podium, and he had this to say. Football players want to hoop. Hoopers want to play football, but everyone just wants to play baseball. Now, when I think of this, I think it's, it is because the, you know, the tale of playing baseball is the hardest thing to do in any sport is to hit a baseball. Is that what you think he's kind of getting at? Is baseball no, is the baseball, hardest baseball, you sport? don't get hit. Right. Everybody okay. thinks baseball is easy. They think that you just can sit back and you don't have to be as in shape or you don't have to get hit by anybody or train or get knocked over. That's why people want to play baseball. They think it's easy. So the quote again is, football players want to hoop. Hoopers want to play, play football. Want to play football. And they I all definitely see that. play baseball. Yes. Yeah. I think, first of all, I don't know if I – the NFL, I understand. Football players, that's a rough, rough job. Yeah. Uh, basketball players, not, you know, you don't take the the beating the way you do in the NFL. Baseball, but the problem is baseball is 162 games, which is a super grind. Uh, basketball's 82, football 17. If you could pick your sport, what would you pick? Soccer. No, of these three. Oh, of those three, football, basketball, oh, baseball, baseball. Even though it's 162, versus- I know it's a grind, but it's I, I know what you're saying, but it's like you, you, the level of training you have to do for basketball. Oh my god, you have to be in unbelievable shape. Yeah, football, you just get hit and get hurt all the time. Right, you right. Be on painkillers every day. Baseball, I mean, comparatively, Bergman, football, baseball, basketball, you got one. Football, baseball, basketball. 
I prefer basketball. I'd want to play basketball. I would want to play basketball, but probably baseball and just sitting around would be easy. Yeah, a lot of standing around. <laughs> yeah, I'd just <laughs> relief like pitcher. Yeah. Long, yeah. long reliever yeah. down right. in the pen. I mean, mo- the most fun, I think, would be basketball. Basketball would yeah, be Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Brian, yeah football you, doesn't have fun. Uh, baseball. Baseball. Yeah, yeah. man. Sit at the park. I mean, sit in the dugout all the yeah. time. Eat some yeah. seeds. Exactly. Yeah, what if you were seeds. like the long reliever? Black, the black you know, pepper like, seeds. That's it's every four job. days. The yeah. long reliever job is a really good job. I mean, you have to train. You have to stay in shape and sure. keep your arm in shape, but it's not the same as basketball. No, definitely not. <laughs> What's up, fool? All right, guys. So recently, a $2 bill from 2003 sold at auction for $4,000. Wow! What is it? A two dollar bill. I have some that was created in two thousand three. Right. So this is my question: Is I've I've collected them over time. Two dollar bills. Two dollar bills. But then I always end up, you know, spending them. No, I never spend them. Yeah, I I have had them. I spend them. So is there anything like kind of rare like that, you know, or an old coin or the two dollar bill? Like my grandma used to. My grandmother in Texas used to own a convenience store, and so she would. Every time she got like cool stuff, like the Buffalo nickels, you know, yeah. or the $2 bill, she'd save them and send it to us. So I have lots of stuff. See, you probably know all about it. Yeah. I, I got a ton of $2 bills from bar mitzvahs. Like when you're playing ah. Heads Up 7-Up, or not Heads Up 7-Up, it was playing uh, Pepsi Pepsi 7-Up, something like that, whatever it was. I wouldn't spend yeah. them, though. When you win them, no. I still have them. Yeah. You still have them? I still have all yeah, those. Yeah, one of these yeah. just sold for $400,000. Apparently the year that they are, the 2003 ones are oh, worth no, a lot these... of money right now. Yeah, Why I the 2003? I, I, I have some know, from like Maybe that's the first year, the original year? No. No, it was no. much earlier than that. It was in the 80s. So I used to get them when I was a kid. Yeah. Maybe I got them at bar mitzvahs. I was going to the bar mitzvahs, so it had to. So that I was 13. So. Oh, extremely rare though. 27 years ago. Probably yeah. that year was very rare. I would have them appraised, Greg. I'm you I gotta might. take I your two dollar bills to the appraisal place and like see if you need one. Yeah. Yeah. Could be a lot of money. A lot of money. Or not. Thanks, Brian. No, it yeah. could be. It could, <laughs> be a could lot just of money. be like worth two dollars. Two dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's worth at least two. <laughs> What's that? I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> All right. So the Hollywood improv recently had their 60th anniversary. They've been in a business over there 60 years, and now they have a new Netflix special called The Improv 60 and Still Standing. Nice. And I've been there a few times, seen a couple shows. Do you guys like seeing comedians who you don't know, like no-name comedians, or you rather go see a big name, if you could choose? Um, I, I love comedy, and I have a lot of friends who are stand-up comics. I, obviously, Sue Kalinske, who I work with on yeah. the Culture Pop podcast, is a, uh, is a comic. Um. I'll tell you what, the improv is just a legendary place. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, Bud Friedman gets a lot of credit for it, as he should. Um, His wife, uh, a woman named Silver Saunders, was actually the co-founder of the improv. um, And Sue is working on on a documentary about her because she had every bit of success in that that Bud Friedman did. Um, I love seeing random comedy. When I lived in New York in particular, I would find myself uh, at 2 o'clock in the morning at the Comedy Cellar and somebody would roll in, Norm MacDonald. I saw Jerry Seinfeld come up and do comedy for like eight people at the Comedy Cellar one night. I love hanging out at comedy clubs. The sad thing is my favorite comedy club in New York, Caroline's, has closed Uh. in Times Square. And I I love that place. Um, I saw Kevin Meany there, who was a great comic. The night it turned 2000 in New York. We were right in Times uh, Square. And we saw all thought Kevin we Meany. weren't really sure what was going to happen. We did not know. There was like this awe over the crowd. And then it was like, 
Y2K, Y2K, what's going to happen? It was nothing. It was yeah, nothing. Yeah, it was just Y2K. What, did you go, go see stand-up comedy? No, not that much. I've seen like um, Amy Schumer, and I've seen a couple of the big names like in person. You yeah. Know? And Bette Midler was great. So you're more a see a big name person. Yeah, but I think maybe when I get older, I would go to a random comedy club and just watch people. But I think right, like right now, I'm going to go see the big names. Yeah. I, Tried and true. I, I like comedy. Um, by the way, my friend Kathy Ladman did, yeah. just did a spot on The Tonight Show. Cool. Um, where, you know, and we've talked about this. You spend like a year coming up with five minutes. With five minutes. Five good minutes. Five good minutes. What's the one that I like on the, the TV show about that? With the Gene Smart. Oh, Hacks. Hacks. Yeah, Hacks. Great show. Great show. Yeah. Great show. What about you, Brian? Do you go see comedy? Uh, I do quite often. Yeah, I've seen the big names. Recently, I just saw Adam Sandler. That was pretty good at the Honda Center. Oh, that was nice. A, that was a pretty good show. Who opened How for him? Uh, yeah, Rob Snyder and special guest John Mulaney actually was there. So that was pretty oh, cool. Oh, John Mulaney yeah, is one of the funniest guys. Yeah. And Sandler is a personal hero of mine. I love Sandler. Yeah, I have so much respect for Kent. I have there. so much respect. That takes so much guts to get up there and do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh Momo, if Ireland and Mason both did five minutes, who would be funnier? It's a good yeah. I want to say Mace because I think he's Mason. he's got that's my guy, okay? Yeah. But also like I think Ireland might be pretty funny cuz he 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 would probably get himself canceled. What's up players? <laughs> like he would really cross lines. Well, that's that's why I think he would be funnier cuz he would say whatever he was thinking and what he thinks yeah. is crazy stuff. I think I've got stuff. a bad rap. You think I don't say what I'm you, thinking? You you won't go blue. I will go blue. No. You might say some curse words, but you won't do anything out of the out of bounds. Like you, Ireland you would probably have the more professional delivery, but Ireland would like let it rip and in a way that I hope there's no cameras on. Ireland would be like <laughs> the first season of Marvelous Miss Maisel, just yeah. going up there drunk and saying whatever comes off the top of her head. You think that's what he would do? Yeah, I, I don't think you would. I can out comedy him. I you want to say that, but you won't out funny him because I, I can out comedy him. You can go, uh, you can go out of bounds. I could spend a year and do a set. Spend a year that nails. Are you going to go no, to like Mandy's. comedy the clubs all up and down the, the I five? I want you both to do it at the Mandy's. Here's why I don't want it to be at the Mandy's. Why? It's too friendly a crowd. I want an actual crowd that's going to rip you while you're. Well, that's that's going to make a, a fair assessment. Frankly, true. it's true. At the Mandy's, we can say anything and get. And you're laugh. funny. I know. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're it's right. Such a warm crowd. I say go to the improv, do five minutes. Let's. Okay. See what we got. If we can set it up, you and Ireland, but you have to, you summer. have to go. Yeah. This summer, summer, but you have to go blue. Well, I, I, what does that mean? You go don't blue? have to work. Jerry Seinfeld doesn't work blue. You don't have to work. Blue. Okay. I mean, I guess you can do whatever you want, but there, that's the problem. He's going to, and you won't. So I think he'll be funnier. Yeah, I think you're funny. What does it mean go blue? Like sex jokes. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Like you go out of bounds. Like racist when he talks jokes about or... young women. Yeah. <laughs> that are not age appropriate for him. Yeah, he does that. Shouldn't do it on the air, but yeah, he can do it at the improv. It. The improv, it's fine. <laughs> All right, uh, there you have it. There is your What's Up Fool for today. What's Co- up, Fool? Coming up next for you. You know who's getting a lot of grief right now? Al Michaels. I, you know, I I heard about this, and I want to say some things. Excellent. We will do that coming up next for you. Uh, real quick, uh, let me mention that uh, tonight. Oh, yeah, this is big. Tonight. 
Thursday Night Football is at 909 Sports Bar at Yamava Resort and Casino. Producer Lindsay's going to be out there along with the 710 Fun and Games Department for a party, party, oh, party. Giving away 1000 bucks every Thursday night. That's tonight from 4 to 7 at the 909 Sports Bar. Win cash and watch football with Lindsay Baseball. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN.